Hey, Tony. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? Hey, uh, do you want to tell everybody the big news? Dude, I am excited. We get to go somewhere. So uh, you can catch Tony and I in Zion National Park May 1st through May 5th. We're going to be with Miss Elizabeth Fay at the Hair Love Retreat. Oh, my goodness, man. We're going to be hanging out with some of the biggest names in the industry. Yeah, man. So uh looks like a bunch of our friends are going to be there. So Maddie Conrad's going to be teaching some barbering. I know that you can get, um, what is that, lace-haired uh, yep. extension certified. Sure enough. Sure. And our good friend uh, doing the textured hair, Miss Laisha. Miss Laisha. We can get to hang out with Laisha in the desert. Love Miss Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> and her, her, her home girl. That's right. The one and only, the amazing, the best social media girl in the game, Miss Olivia Smalley. Yeah. We're... Dude, I am so pumped, man. I am too. Like, I can't, I can't believe that we actually got invited to, to be there. And, um, you know, as our listeners, uh, uh, Elizabeth was kind enough to, uh, to actually give you $500 off. So if you use our code, you're going to get $500 off Hair Love Retreat. And that is Hair to Street Hair Love. All one word. Yep. So, hair to Street Hair Love. So if you uh, type in Hair to Street Hair Love, you're going to get $500 off your ticket. It's going to be really cool. You're going to get to meet us. You're going to get to meet a bunch of other people that are, um, well, all those people that we announced. And there's so many, many, many more that are going to be there. Yeah. So just go find out, uh, you know, the, the rest of the people are going to be there. And maybe we can uh, take a poll of who they want us to interview. Oh, that'd be a great idea. So, yeah, so we're going to be doing some interviews there. So, uh, so you can go to uh, hairloveretreat.com and you'll see who's going to be there. And uh, tell us who you want us to talk to. Hey, what's up, Tom? What's up, brother? Hey, man. I want to uh, give a big thanks to uh, our sponsors uh, today. Thank you, Schedulicity. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our industry. You give so much love. You give so much love to us. We want to uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Well, uh, in 2019, they changed the industry, right? They changed the industry with both Schedulicity Cares by giving away $5,000 a month to a hairdresser and some barbers, right? And with Schedulicity Pays. Yeah, and Schedulicity Pays was huge ginormous yeah and, and it definitely definitely will save you money yeah no I mean, doubt there's no doubt i mean a 1.99 percent processing fee and for 10 cents a, a swipe i mean you do your research you can't find better no and a free card reader and a free card reader that's right <laughs> which is integrated right into the app right so you don't have to leave the app everything is uh, is right there for you yeah and also we want to bring to the family yeah, so uh, we're also excited to talk about uh, salon scales and welcome them. Um, and then they give you the price, which then in turn you you uh, you you forward to your to your uh, client. So what they're doing is they're doing labor and product. So you charge for your labor. You know, you charge X amount. You know, per per hour, and then you're also um, charging for your product. But they kind of walk you through that. But more importantly to me is you see exactly how much product you're using. And, and exactly how much product that, it, that it's costing you, right? So, like, I know, for instance, like, I was way undercharging, like, for either a gloss or, or, or for a toner because I was using more product than I was actually charging for it. So, you know, for years and years and years, I've been losing money with those services. Well, now I've, I've readjusted my, schedule, my, my pricing, so now I can, I can make some more money on, on, on those products. Or so, not lose money. <laughs> not lose money. Exactly. I mean, literally, it's crazy when you do a gloss and now it's costing you money. You know, that, that's, that's just silly to it's think like about. like taking your car to a mechanic and they charge you for labor and not for parts. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. So now, now they've given us the ability to charge for that. Um, and, and again, just for me, the, the biggest aha for me was just the awareness of, of, of what these products are actually costing me because I had no clue before. A really, uh, another really cool thing about Salon Scales is that you just put in whatever product line that you're using. And, and it's already preset in the, uh, in the app. You just go to their website and you go, hey, I'm using this product line, that product line, this product line. And it just, it automatically puts it in the app for you. So when you're, uh, when you're weighing your, your product, you just boop, 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 boop. And even if like, like, because we're independent, what do you got to do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> because we're independent, 
you know, we use, we use, it's not just one product line that we use or one color line that we use. Like I use, um, I use Schwarzkopf uh, Lightner, but I use Redken um, uh, shades and it's, and you're able to put all those products in there so you can weigh exactly, uh, exactly what you, uh, what you want. So they're making it super easy for you. They're making it incredibly easy for you and you're saving money and you can actually make money because I think I said earlier, you can, you can set the price to whatever you want to charge for that. Meaning like if a tube of color is costing you $10, you can mark it up so it's $20. So when you forward that to your client, that um, little bit of a, a, a margin there as well. It's, it's so great. Um, again, just thank you very much, Salon Scales. Thank you for being on board with us. And, uh, and we can't wait to see how you guys change the industry in 2020. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. And of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? So uh, our guest today, she uh, she's a powerhouse. She, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like uh, that laugh. I did not know that until uh, I started to learn her story a little bit. Yeah. You're just spot on, brother. She's a powerhouse, right? Yep. So um, we're very fortunate. Again, um, we met her through our friend Elaine Travis. And um, Elaine Travis has been on the podcast a few times. She's a great friend of the podcast. Um, but she, uh, she introduced us and they're actually, uh, I think they're doing an event together or something, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but, um, I'm just really super excited and happy that, that we got this introduction. Yeah. I, I love when our, when our former guests and you know what, Hey, I know somebody that you guys might need to interview because they're equally, or if not more, you know, uh, powerhouse than, right. than the person we interviewed. And, and that's how we receive a lot of our, our friendships, you know what I mean? It's through inter introductions from our previous guests yeah i mean it's i think i think it, i think we talked about it a little bit earlier off air but you know it's all about networking and creating your network and building your network and and, and you know now now we're getting more and more of that because i guess i don't know people kind of like what we're doing or something right <laughs> well they like like hearing our guest stories not necessarily us <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So, um, and uh, help me out with the name because I know I'm going to mess oh, this I'll, up. I've been, I, I've been <laughs> waiting for this one. <laughs> so today, our guest is Alejandra Crisofelli? Fully. Fully. Ah, so close. I was so close, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, she's our guest today. And she, again, she'll get into it. She's going to tell us her story. She um, she is a powerhouse. She, she helps hairstylists. Um, uh, she helps hairstylists create dreams. You know, it's not about, it's not about the here and now, but it's about what's next. And, and you know, if you're in this career, what are we going to do with it? And, and, and what responsibility do we have to, 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 uh, to do with it? So um, for yourself, really, so yeah. that's pretty cool too. So I don't know, I guess that's enough of a tease. Should we get in? Yeah. I'm going to have to try it again. Yep. Okay. That's cool. So Miss Alejandra Chrysopoli, did I get it? Yeah. Yes. Welcome to your day off. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, guys. Hey, Pleasure man, to up? be here. I'm excited. Don't you love how he was squirming? Don't you like see, watching him? <laughs> I know. He was you know? like, uh, He puts no pressure on himself. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably part, one of my favorite parts of the show. <laughs> Is watching him squirm. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when he saw your name come up, he was like, he was just drooling to watch me uh, mess it up. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> for my own entertainment yeah. sorry still not as bad uh, as, still not as bad as ariella though no ariella's last <laughs> name still can't get it. Okay. you can't yeah. get it you can't get it's not part of my job <laughs> uh, that's funny alejandra man welcome man thanks for th thanks for making time for us yeah thank you for having me 100 yeah. percent. yeah we've mm -hmm. been looking forward to talking to you since we uh chatted with you last uh to set this podcast up so we're we've been excited yeah, likewise. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it. So before we get into it, let's uh, let's get into where are you from? Where did well, you I'm, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, which is where I got into the hair industry. I started off in, as a salon receptionist and kind of fell in love with the industry. Um, but yeah, born and raised Albuquerque, New Mexico, but I'm currently living in San Diego, California. Ooh, I've been for like the last... 20 some years that's the good life there it's a good place to end up <laughs> it, it, it's pretty interesting you know tony and i we've been in the industry for many years and, um, <laughs> you know we've had we've had quite a few uh, people that start off as receptionists who um yeah. who you know actually got in the industry and one of our good friends kylie she's actually a uh, she's a salon owner so uh so she went from you know 
managing us and from the reception chair to now being a salon owner and uh, just to become a great friend over the years. Yeah, being a boss. Yeah. Being the boss. Yeah, exactly. Being a baller. A boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, so after reception, it's like, how did you, uh, what, what was your track? Did you go to school? Did you, did you apprentice in yeah. a salon? In, what do they do in New Mexico? You know, I, yeah, exactly. What, what are they doing? Um, you know, I think my story is a lot of what the industry I've heard people talk about is like, I didn't finish high school. I, I was not a very good student and I was kind of in that place of what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my life here? Um, was working at the salon and I just found a knack for like connecting with people, um, the whole business side of the industry I was really into and had a gift for it, you could say. Yeah. Um, I quickly moved my way up into management when I was 17 years old and I was managing, oh. um, it was uh, 35 chairs at the time. And so it was a big salon and uh yeah, my, my career just kind of evolved oh, from there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow down, slow down, slow down, <laughs> slow down. A 17-year-old yeah. is now yeah. managing 35, you know, shall we call them adults. Yes. Yep. Dude, what, what kind of pressure is that? For real. You know, I mean. And how'd you, and how'd you gain trust? I didn't feel the pressure ever. That's why I say, like, it, it just was so natural to me. Um I was a professional ballet dancer uh -huh. uh, and, and I think that whole training part of my whole young life and leading up to my teens really set a foundation for like, here's how you handle yourself and here's how you poise yourself and here's how you gracefully like move through things. Um, so I just, I just had more of a maturity level and I never looked at it as like this massive responsibility. It was just more of taking ownership. And, and I think there's a big difference between taking responsibility and taking ownership. 100%. Um, and people saw that and respected it. Wow. We can, I think we can shut the podcast off now because I think yeah. that's the lesson right there, right? Uh, <laughs> it's not about responsibility. It's well, about ownership. This is the beginning. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Oh, I, I've got some juicy ones. So let's get going. So, so after you were manager at 17, I'm sorry, I cut you off at that point. So then, yeah, no, that's okay. What was next in the journey? Um, so it was an Aveda concept salon. And, uh, you know, living in New Mexico, there's only so many opportunities. And my sister had just moved out to San Diego and she's like, hey, come check it out out here. Uh, so I did, and I ended up getting a job as a manager with an uh, Aveda lifestyle store in one of the big malls here in San Diego. Um, so I was managing this retail location that had just opened up in one of the big malls, and and they were kind of in the startup phase and needing somebody to really take over and like drive it forward, and uh, that was me. Um, um, you know, they were making not so much to start, but I took it up to a million dollar location within uh, nine months. Whoa. I was just like, this is my goal and I'm totally going to make this happen. And we did. That's and, we and, did. At this, and at this point, what, you're 19 years old or something? Yeah, I was, um, yeah, 19. Wow. So was this the, the, is that when, or is this the birth of, you know, the whole business aspect of, Hey, yeah. if I can do this here. Yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah. 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 It was, um, oh gosh, such an awesome journey. Um, the whole birth of that was just, I found this like entrepreneurial spirit uh, that I didn't know I had, but I think it comes from that whole ownership thing we were just talking about um, and just a drive to, to want more. Um, and people, like people was such my, my thing. Like I just, I, I have a, again, an ability to connect with people and engage. And so um, I knew I wanted to do more. Um, and there, I also found myself at that time, um, I got pregnant and had a child at a really young age. And, and so I think I was also thinking about my future and I was a single mom and, you know, what was I going to do to really, be able to balance out having a child and, and being there for her to grow up, but also have a career that can sustain us, mm -hmm. uh, sustain us both in Southern California. You know, it's a little different than New Mexico. 
Just a little. Just a little. Um, I, I, I once heard a quote, and I don't know whose quote it is, but you know, it said like, um, you know, success is motivated by inspiration or desperation. Mm. And 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 I I I get the sense that that maybe because you were a young mom and stuff, like you, you were probably leaning a little bit more on um on, on desperation. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's great. Oh, such a good quote. And yeah, that's a great quote, isn't it? Yeah. I wish, I wish I could give credit to who said it. I don't know, but I heard it and I go, <laughs> you know, you just kind of store it in there. And yeah. Especially when you when when you have a little one involved, right? So that's that's your your inspiration and your desperation. Your desperate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're kind of inspired from the next generation, but then desperate because you you're not responsible for you know yeah, taking care of that exactly. Kid, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So were you still at at the Aveda Concept uh, retail shop when you uh, got pregnant and, you know, yep. decided yep. to, hey, what's next? What I got to do? Yeah, I was still working there. And, uh, you know, the, the deciding factor of leaving um, and, and really starting my own business is I got a, a message from my uh, babysitter and she was like, oh, my gosh, Mia just crawled. And I was like, what? I missed it. Like I missed her first, you know, big, big thing in life, you could right. say. And, and that was a deciding factor of, okay, I'm not going to work full time anymore. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to be with my kid and also make the money I need to make and, and grow. Like, cause I, again, I just love business and I love this industry. So I knew that there was going to be a way for me to do both. Wow. Um, and I had made lots of connections throughout being a manager and working with different salons in the area. Um, so it also gave me an opportunity to start a consulting uh, company. That's how it started. Like I had a salon owner reach out to me and say, Hey, you helped me once with my front desk. Do you think you could help me do it again? Um, and about like the second or third person that called me asking that question, I was like, Hey, maybe I can actually start a business consulting for salon right. and spas. Um, and that was the evolution of getting into starting my own business. When you first started the consulting business, what were, what were you consulting with? You said front desk, were, were there any other things? And, and if, if it's just, if it's front desk, then, you know, what, what, what kind of stuff were you sharing? Yeah. Um, it was not just front desk. It was uh, all aspects of hiring, firing, um, building sales, marketing, operational stuff. Um, I really categorize business into four or pillars, sales, marketing, finance, and operations. Um, and everything kind of just falls into those pillars. So that's what I was co coaching or consulting people on at the time. Um, and I don't know. Do you want to get more specific around what inside of those four pillars? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so on the sales aspect, I mean, I, you know, you probably hear this conversation a lot about the average service ticket and average retail tickets and how important they are. Um, I always came from this philosophy of it just takes one person to make the goals that you need to achieve for that particular day. Um, you know, I was always hearing this conversation about we need more clients, we need more clients, we need more clients. And yeah, you need more clients. But if you just have this mind shift and, and can focus in on it just takes one client to reach, you know, the two $300 day that you need right. um, to reach the goals that you have. And so I was really like focused in on that mindset aspect of work with what you have. And then yes, the marketing came hand in hand with that. And, you know, back in the day, it was so different than it is now with social media and all the ways that we can actually connect and engage, like here, our podcast, you know, right. that we're doing. Um, but back in the day, just really talking about hitting the ground, you know, and, and getting out there and actually talking to people and connecting um, with people. And, and so that was a big part of like getting new people in. Um, and then on the operational side, like systems equal success. I'm all about the systems. Um, it's really key to have all those, um, what I call SOPs, which is standard operating procedures in place so that it's easy. Like it's, it's like children, you know, they, they function a lot more easily mm -hmm. if they have structure and know exactly what's coming and when it's coming and 
the day just goes by a lot better that way. Can it's you the same share with, business? Can you share with us a couple a couple systems that that a salon should use or, or can use um in, in you know in their day to day? Sure. Do you want it on like a, a sales side or more of like front desk kind of thing? We'll do, let's do front desk kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Which connects to sales anyways. Um, one of my favorites is a pre-booking exercise um, and system of just when someone comes in, there should be a whole flow of how they're greeted and you know what happens at the beginning. So really you're looking at that person from the very get-go um, as booking their next appointment and treating them that way. Um, I always say customer service begins when you've exceeded the expectation of your guest, not mm. when you've met the expectation. That's not customer service. Customer service begins when you've exceeded the expectation. That's a great And quote. so coming in at, from the very beginning, that's when pre-booking starts. Do they want to come back? Um, so this whole flow is really important and, and I have this whole wheel thing that I work with on, on the flow of things. But then once the client is in the chair doing the, the consultation and not just standing behind the client and, you know, what do you want? Like really sitting in front of them, going through a five series uh, of questions um, about the client's experience that they want to have. What do they want to accomplish today? Um, it taps into the client psychology of getting out of what I call the no program because we're all programmed to say no, especially right. in a sales environment. You got to like know how to get through that, which is the whole psychological aspect. Um, and then getting into the shampoo, um, having your client sit in your chair, actually doing the service. And in the midst of the service, you're bringing up pre-booking and saying something like, you know, in order to maintain this awesome new haircut that we're doing or in order to maintain this, this color that we've got going on now, I need to see you in four weeks. And so you're just inserting that language like right then in the midst of the appointment. And then at the end of the appointment, you're filling out, um, you know, your record sheet and you're putting on there recommended to see them in four weeks. You take that up to the front desk you say your goodbyes and then you're inserting that language again. So it's all like a, a subliminal subconscious messaging that's going on too. It's really important to hit those psychological aspects, not just the system itself. Um, so that inserting of language is in, I'll see you in four weeks. And then you say your goodbyes. So it's like that constant reinforcing of four weeks, the pre-booking period. And then the front desk person takes that uh, rep, report that they just you know wrote on I'll see you in four weeks and the receptionist has dates actually listed out on the computer somewhere that they can see four weeks six weeks eight weeks 12 weeks um, whatever you would typically recommend a client to come back in and so they know the exact date of whatever four weeks six weeks eight weeks, 12 weeks is from the day that that client is there. And so they can say, okay, I see Alejandra's recommending that you come back in four weeks. That's going to be March 23rd. I know you prefer mornings. How about that 10 o'clock? That's brilliant. But I'm trying to connect from this point with the systems to that young woman that decided I'm going to uh, work part-time so I can make sure I can see all the first from my baby girl. And cause you didn't have those systems in place then, but getting no. your first client and then evolving to that. Yeah. That's the story, right? That's to me, I, I'm so, so fascinated, excited to, to kind of learn about that journey a little bit because yeah. I mean, that's, that's a brilliant system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But how did you come up with these systems? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up having this belief that um, I wasn't smart enough, like I was dumb, stupid, like I had that belief system from, you know, childhood and things that happened in my life. Um, and for such a long time, I looked at that as such a negative, awful, bad thing. But really, it's kind of my gift, because in having that belief, when I was able to look at it as a gift, I was able to 
really like take things and break them down and see things more simplified um, and, and really just make it easy or as easy as possible. So um, it, it comes from that belief and really having evolved to coming to a place of accepting it and then recognizing it as this actually works out well because I can teach um, really simplified ways to apply things or see things differently that can help someone have success in their life because they're just approaching it a different way. Um, so I, I that's, was, that's just so brilliant, yeah. you know, like, like she, everything, and here's what I'm hearing. You let me know if yeah. I'm wrong, but like, like everything that she used to beat herself up or judge herself on then became her, her superpower. Right. Yep. Right. Like, like she, you're like an X-Man. Yep. Totally. <laughs> that Avenger yeah, over exactly. there. <laughs> I, I often say like your, your curse is your gift. Like, you know, the thing that you think is so awful is actually the one thing that makes you so special and, and can actually propel you in life. You just have to know how to work with it. Oh, that sounds like Monk. <laughs> He's always saying it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, so as you're putting all this in place and, and, and you're building your clientele and we're not talking about, you know, just small talk either. I mean, her, her clientele is, is big time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you yeah. help people with, with, you know, I, I don't even know how to say it, but you know, I mean, you, you have seven figure clientele and that's yeah. pretty impressive. It just, you know, obviously it just takes one client at a time, but yeah. I mean, you, you put in the work and you put in the hustle and, and you made it happen. Yep. I sure did. I sure did. Yeah. Um, I've, I've worked with over 1500 clients throughout my, my 17 years in the industry wow. and, um, you know, the, a lot of it's individual and then teams and things like that. But yeah, it would, took a lot of hustling, but it also, you know, it, I, I give a lot of credit to my, my faith and, you know, that having that guidance is definite. I would not have been able to accomplish what I did without that support. Um, and, and I met an awesome man throughout this journey and, and he became father to my daughter and is just the coolest guy ever, you guys. Um, and he and I started a, a business too. And uh, it's an organic coffee company here in San Diego. And we just um, opened our fifth location. Oh. Um, and we're in contract. We start construction on our sixth location in May. So um, it's a multi-million dollar company. We have 105 employees. Um, oh. And I, I still manage my own business with clients and workshops. And so, um, you know, I, I, I feel like I found this aliveness for life, like this passion for life to where pushing and, you know, moving through things um, doesn't Sounds like a like rap work. song. Sounds like, you know, SoCal hustler. You know? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's the next workshop. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. SoCal hustler. <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty yeah. awesome. That yeah. is amazing. What are, do you manage the, uh, the coffee shops or, 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 no, no, I'm yeah. We too busy for, for that. No, we have managers in each location and then we have, um, a, an operational manager that manages the managers. I guess, I, I guess my, <laughs> my, the, the, the question I was trying to segue to was, was what are the similarities between, um, between, you know, running the coffee shop and having, you know, soon to be six locations with, with what you, what you've been teaching and consulting with over the years. Is that a fair question? Yeah. I'd say it's fair, yeah. unless you were going to say something else. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's actually a lot of similarities. But my, so my husband is mainly the one who has his hands on the business. I just help with, you know, those four pillars we were talking about, like on the back end kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he's always saying like, oh, this industry and oh, this industry is this or that. And I'm like, it's not just this industry. It's like every industry. And the main commonalities is the people like dealing with employees. You experience the same kind of issues in the salon than you do in a coffee shop. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really the people and, and all the challenges that we run into um, day to day, people being late, um, calling in sick, um, having to deal with like discrimination and HR stuff and labor laws and all that jazz taxes, you know, <laughs> also anyways, another, another conversation, <laughs> <laughs> the grind of the business. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, so tell us what's going on with, uh, with, with you and our friend, uh, Miss Elaine Travis, I guess she's sponsoring, um, or expert color solutions is, is sponsoring, um, an event that you're doing in, 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 you know, the SoCal hustle. <laughs> SoCal can, we just, hustle. Can, can we just call it that for now on? It's yeah, no longer sure. Sal- That's Sal- the name right. of the podcast. SoCal so- hustle. hustle. I like it. SoCal yeah, we'll hustle. I like it. Hustle. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Elaine and I, um, well, first off, hold on. How did you and Elaine meet? Okay. So Elaine was a client. Um, she came to one of my workshops and, um, just, I, it, it was a, a workshop on, on speaking you know, how to like publicly speak and engage with your audience. And, and by the end of the workshop, she was like, Oh my goodness. Like, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what you guys did to me, but like I'm in with whatever it is that you're doing. Um, which is kind of the effect that I thought people like, I don't know what just happened. Um, (laughs) I feel like I came for one thing and I got that, but I'm leaving with something totally beyond what I could have expected. So she decided to become a client. That's awesome. And, so hard, you said um, it more than she expected. So yeah, that, I was there I too. That, yeah, that's customer service. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. High five, virtual high five. <laughs> Alejandra, way to stay on brand. <sighs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, through the and she was she owned her salon still back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and was really kind of at a point of like, what do I do? I'm, I'm tired of dealing with all the people and the heart, you know, the issues and the problems and the heartache of it all. And what do I do? Um, so we kind of worked through that. And, and now she's living the life she's always wanted to live. It's, it's amazing. She's, I think she's in Florida somewhere. She sold her salon. She's doing this amazing company with um, the color uh Expert color solutions. <laughs> yeah, expert color solutions. Um, and just like rocking it, rocking it. So that's how we met. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys are doing this event together. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's mainly my event. She's mm-hmm. definitely sponsoring it and uh, promoting it and endorsing it, if you will, um, because she knows how valuable this information is. And, and she's such an advocate of like, yeah, you have to hone in on your skill and your technique, but if you don't have the business side and the mindset, like the human aspect of what it takes to really be successful, it's not going to work. Like you'll work yourself to the bone. Yeah. And it sounds like we're winding down, but we're not, we're just oh. getting started, right? This <laughs> exactly. is just the intro to what's next. <laughs> exactly. So what's the name of the event? Um, SOAR, so which stands for Salon Professionals Opportunity to Actually Retire. I love, I love the actually part, right? <laughs> like the actually retire. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and cool. I have to give Elaine credit for the name because she came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Elaine. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about that. I know. Let's talk about yeah. retirement. Let's talk about, well, I mean, I think we first have to, to qualify it and say that, and I think Daniel Mason Jones says it um, best, and that is that nobody's retiring from hairdressing, you know? So, so how can yeah. we create a, an industry or how can we, you know, create uh, uh, worth, you know, in, in our careers? And, 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 you know, you've put together this program. So let's talk about like, a, as hairstylists, how, how we can... How look- did this program get started? I mean, yeah. what, what made yeah. you think of it? It, it really came from a, another conversation from a past client um, that I was visiting up in LA. And, uh, you know, she was kind of looking at her future. She's getting a little older. She just turned 50 and, and was like, how she's uh, in the salon suites. So she really is, you know, her own business owner. Um, and she was looking at, I have no nest egg. I have no way of like retiring and I'm getting to that age of, is my body going to keep up? If something happens to me, like all my income goes away, 
Um, and so it really stemmed from that conversation of, yeah, what happens if something does happen to you, you're not able to physically keep working and yet you're in this industry and you are your only source of income and, and you haven't really developed or built a retirement, a nest egg mm -hmm. of sorts. Um, so that's where the, the whole inspiration came from. Um, and I'm such an advocate for looking at your future and, and being able to really build wealth in your life. Um, not just, I don't mean just monetarily, like, yes, of course, financially, but health, mindset, um, relationships, all of that. Wow. Yeah. So what um, are the, what are the, what are, what what are some of the keys to 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 the the retirement to to retiring? You know, what are some of the things that you should be thinking about before that? I mean, what I'm impressed is what impressed with is that her client had this need, and she took the time out to figure this out, not only to help her client, but to you know to help all your future clients and everybody else that uh, has an ear to to learn and to listen. That I mean, she is so like minded spirit. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, we just want to, I don't know, for some reason that just struck me in a way that, you know, you are like-minded with us in the sense of, you know what I mean? It, you're, you're, you give yourself, you're giving, and, and I just want to, you know, tip my hat and give you mad props because uh, it takes a special individual to give up uh, their time to help so many other people. Mm. So. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I mean, no, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so now back to his question. <laughs> yeah, what are the practical steps to it? Like, like what, what are, as, as hairstylists should we be looking at or thinking of in, in that grooviness? Yeah. Um, so, so here's how I, I teach and look at it is that, that you have to have both aspects. And we kind of touched on this before when I was talking about the whole system uh, pre-booking thing is like you have to have the practical physical aspects um, but you also have to have like the psychology um, behind it and and that's really how I approach um, retiring is is that you have to have these practical pieces and the whole mindset body mind spirit kind of connection to it otherwise it's not going to work out very well and you're going to work yourself to the bone and not have anything to show for it uh, so there has to be a unity between those two things. And, and so when, when you're asking about the, the like practical part of it, um, well, I want to share both. I'll, I'll share a little mm -hmm. nugget. If, is that cool? Can we talk yes, about some, 100%. some <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, so let's talk about the money side of it. Um, because obviously if you're going to retire, you have to have money set aside to be able to retire, but how do you really build, you know, money, while you're in the midst of working, uh, you know, it's, it's challenging of, okay, but I only make a certain amount and how am I going to get to that next level kind of thing. Um, and there's lots of creative ways to get there, but when it comes to money, I think it's really important to understand that we are in a relationship with our money. Um, we think about, you know, relationship with people, but we don't necessarily think about relationship with things in our life. Um, and money is a huge one. Money and time are two of the biggest things that we're in relationship with and struggle the most with as human beings. Um, so once we start to like really engage with understanding that one, you're in a relationship with money and two, what is your relationship with money? Um, and so that's one of the things we really dive into throughout this, this workshop that we're talking about is like, what is your specific relationship to money? Um, and, and then we start to look at money itself and that money actually is uh, energy. I mean, everything is energy, right? Like physical, non-physical, everything is energy. And, and money actually has two energy aspects to it, which is masculine and feminine. Um, and money tends to fall under more of the masculine energy. So, so here's the thing. If someone has struggled with building financial wealth in their life to the point of being able uh, or not able to retire, it's because um, money has more of that masculine energy to it. And if you have any kind of issues or challenges with the masculine 
energy at all from your past, then you're going to connect that to your relationship with money. And it's going to be really hard to have a healthy, thriving, building relationship with money. Mm. Wow. You never never thought about it in in those terms. Yeah. (laughs) Most people don't. Um, So yeah, what I teach is really different. Like I I talk about like, this is not an ordinary conversation about it. Um, And so it's not necessarily like a, here's a practical one, two, three step. Like this is the first part of it is really understanding the the energy behind it um, and knowing how to work with, masculine um energy because that's how you're going to work with money to be able to build it so that falls into i mean do you get into like the discipline of how to to harness that energy yep yep um and understanding that um you know like masculine is is all about providing it's all about results it's all about outcome um and that you, you you have to be able to receive also if masculine is a providing energy, then feminine is, is a receiving energy. So you have to be able to not only be willing to provide, but also willing to receive too, um, which is interesting. I mean, we could get into all sorts of things here, but you know, there's like the needy feminine, there's the bully masculine. <laughs> um, and, and you really have to get into this divine nature with it like when you're saying balancing out that that's more of this divine nature that is just innate of of these energies that we have in life and combining them together so that they work together instead of against each other and being a bully or needy person you know i love this approach i mean like i'm all in right i'm all in so i I love this approach because what she's doing without really saying it is that is that she's attacking the psychology of money you know, yeah. and, and, and I know so many times, like when, when the word retirement or, or preparing for retirement or whatever, whenever this conversation comes up, I know that I get, I get a little guarded, I think is the best way to say it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's interesting, like, I'm kind of mad that I don't live in a, you know, SoCal, SoCal um, hustler because uh, <laughs> I really would want to, I want to do this class now. <laughs> so it's kind of what I'm saying. And like, I, I love this, 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 this the psychology aspect of it. Where is yeah. the class? Class is in? Yeah. It's, it's in San Diego. Yeah, it'll be here in San Diego. So you can come on out. I mean, come on, fly. I wish I schedule allowed. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's going to be in San Diego. Um, where, where, can, uh, where can you find information or tickets or, or, or that kind of stuff? Or, or how, how are you selling it? Yeah, it's just through online sales tickets. So we can, uh, I, I can send you the information and share it with, with people if you'd mm-hmm. like. Um, I can share it now if you want also, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. share it now. And we'll also put a link. Okay, perfect. It's, um, it's at Alejandra Chrysophuli, which people will probably need spelled out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cause it's a mouthful, but it's A L E J A N D R A. And Chrysophuli is C R I S A F U L L I.com. Um, forward slash opt in three six two six one five one eight and uh, you know as I'm saying that I'm going to make that a lot easier for people and and make sure that there's uh, uh, but that's the link as it is right now and we mm-hmm. can make that a lot easier for people to get to. Um, that's pretty. That, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so what are the, so do are you use are you the, the four pillars that that we started off with are are you going through those kind of four pillars in your retirement talk as well or, or how does it break down? Yeah, I do talk about the four pillars just because they are important to business. Um, you know, we don't get too deep into it because I really want to focus in on the on the retirement aspect and being actually able to retire. We have some guest speakers too coming in. Um, one is going to be talking all about credit. I had no idea. I don't know if you guys did, but this whole like credit world is just so there's so much to it that I didn't know about it. And, and a lot of it is just the miseducation that like we're influenced by uh, all the commercials and stuff online and, and things that we think we know about our credit. And really we Mm -hmm. don't like we're being duped. 
is really what it is. And I had no idea. So this awesome gentleman that I learned all this credit information about is going to be joining us. His name is Merrill Chandler. Um, and he's going to be speaking. And then we have a social media expert who's going to be coming in and showing us about um, social media and do's and don'ts. And like, actually, it's workshop style. So you're actually going to get to get into your own social media and really be able to start oh, working it. That's so cool. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about actually retiring. It's all the pieces that you need in place, the psychological and the practical aspects of how do you make that happen? You know, you, you learn like what's going on in your relationship with money and how to start shifting that and changing it. But then you also need the like, okay, how do I practically apply this into my business? Um, so we're doing that too. And what's great is, you know, especially to our young listeners, the earlier you get involved in that, the better off you are later when it's time. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I mean, yeah, for sure. Once again, being able to uh, attack the psych, uh, the psychological side of money, you know, especially when you're young, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I say I wish I had this, but I think I had stuff there that you know, I still right. didn't get started. You know, just you know, and, and I remember old dudes like me being like, "Dude, just get started." Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so cool. I, I, you know, back to the credit thing that that she was talking about, like. Like, I remember, like, I forget who it was. It was one of the credit bureaus, you know, they got, they, they got their information stolen. Yeah. And I was so mad because I was like, you know what? My information was stolen and I never opted in to be in this crowd, right? <laughs> like, like you're forced into this credit bureau, you know, you never opt into it and now they have all my information and they're selling it or they're getting it stolen and stuff. Like I never had that option. I was a little, yep. about that. A little salty about that. I have to say. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so interesting the, how the whole credit thing works. And I think a lot of people in this industry struggle with credit. Um, not just this industry, but all industries, you know, it's like, it's like, cause we're not taught, we're not taught these things in school, you know? Um, and, and that's why we have to get out of our own way and invest in our own education and yeah. be able to learn all these things. Cause it's, it's just not what we're taught. You know, back to and even back to Tony's point, like, you know, you only have so many dollars per year to educate. And, you know, like, like when you're 22, 23, 24, you think the rainbow is going to be, you know, uh, a sprinkled with balayage, you know, not, not understanding what the, what the long goal is that, that the balayage is the beginning of, of, of your, of your future. Yeah, exactly. It, it is just the beginning. And that's why, whether you're coming into it at 20 or you're looking at it at 50, you need to have that that practical approach too and and the psychology that we've been addressing here as well and and knowing that yeah it takes more than just a balayage um to make it happen uh to be thinking about your future now i mean we talked about the location what are the dates oh yeah so the dates are april 25th and 26th okay so april 25th april 26th it's going to be in san diego um uh, california right yep yep so, uh, uh, and where, where's it going to be in san diego it's in the downtown area. You get like a so, hotel room or something? Uh, no, it's actually this really cool um, like meeting space. Uh, there's so many like new ways to do uh, workshops and meetings and conferences now other than hotels. Um, so it's just this really beautiful, like hip, awesome place in downtown um, San Diego. Awesome. This is so awesome. I, 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 I so, I, I so wish we were available in April to kind of, um, to, to, to participate, but, uh, so we'll put you on the spot to all yeah. of our listeners. <clears throat> uh, would you be up for doing small talks later on our podcast to, uh, for like business advice and education and stuff like that? Absolutely. I would love to totally right. my pleasure to do that i i love educating so i i mean anytime i get an opportunity to do that for sure <laughs> i'm uh, in be, oh that's awesome um anything else you want to let our listeners know before we uh wrap this up yeah i, I mean because you mentioned the time thing and and i hear that a lot like getting the time to actually do things and and i just like to tell people that um you know time is this intangible thing and and there's a commitment level of like investing in yourself and in your education and and i think 
you know, we get stuck in, especially in this industry, I hear it a lot. Um, we have clients to serve and, and schedules that we do have to attend to. Um, but this is future we're talking about. And if, and if you're at this place that you're ready to like actually step into looking at your future and retiring um, easily, like making it happen easily, then beautiful. Like you just have to make the decision to make it happen. And that's when it happens. Like with anything, as soon as you decide, that's when stuff starts to happen and open up. So I think that's the law of, uh, of attention, you know, yeah. what, what you focus your attention mm -hmm. on gets done. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I know that there's so many people out there hungering for this and, and I've, truly wanted to make it as tangible as possible for people. So the investment is nothing. I mean, it's super inexpensive for what you're going to be getting. Um, and, and just the uniqueness of it being very different than a, than a typical hair show and the richness of the education and the time that you're going to get to spend on yourself and your business is invaluable. Well, I applaud you. I applaud you for uh, having the um, the guts, the moxie, the whatever, to uh, to to share this kind of information with, with the industry. That they probably need this kind of information more than than just even you know back mm -hmm. to the old balayage. You know, there's a million balayage classes there, but you know, what kind of class is taking is really taking care of you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we and your bank account. Yeah, yeah, truly, we appreciate you. We thank you so much. And uh, we'll definitely put a link up and, uh, you know, definitely make it out to uh, our listeners, if you can, out to, uh, to this workshop. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, so, uh, so the, the, the creator of SOAR, I love yep. that, right? Yep. S-O-A-R. S-O-A-R. Opportunity to actually retire. <laughs> I love it. And if you don't, you'll be sore the other way. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll be working until, until you're 70. <laughs> exactly. Back hurting. Yep. Feet hurting. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I to gotta try this again. So Miss Alejandra Crisafulli, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>